Hello beauties, I'm your host Natia Moten. Welcome to Chasing Beauty. I'm your girl, your big sis, your confidant, your shoulder to lean on, where every week we dive into the who, the what, the when, and the where as we try to find the beauty of it all. So let's jump into this week's episode of Chasing Beauty. Hello beauties, how are you? Thank you for joining me this week on Chasing Beauty. Today I have one of my closest friends, Mike Hunter. He's joining us today and we're going to find out more about who he is uh, as a coach, as a person, as a dad. And so not to delay any longer, we're jumping right into it. Hello, Mike Hunter. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Appreciate you having me on the podcast. Uh, I know we're going to have a lot of fun today. We always do when we get together. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for joining us. So tell everyone, who is Mike Hunter? So I'm the head football coach and athletic director for Friendship Public Charter Schools. I'm a D.C. native who loves D.C. Um, I even stayed home to go to school locally at the Catholic University of America, where I actually started my coaching career. I'm the father of twin daughters that are juniors in college um, who are doing very well. I'm very proud of them. And uh, another life-changing moment will happen in February when I get married. So congratulations, congratulations. Uh, I am so happy for you. So you mentioned that you have twin girls who are juniors. I can hardly <laughs> believe that, but you know, it time waits for no one. And you also mentioned how you've been in DC all your life, even for college. And so with that, I want to talk about compliments and I want to know what is the best compliment that you have ever received, both personally and professionally? Well, in my personal life, uh, it would be when someone compliments me about my daughters and how well they're doing in their young lives. Uh, you know, I always wanted to be a father that was really involved in my kids' lives. And, you know, um, while we all make mistakes as parents, but, you know, I think being there and being by their side through the good and the bad was always a goal of mine. So to know that they're doing well and it's being recognized by people on the outside, um, you know, that's a big compliment for me. And uh, as a professional, when anytime you get a former student, former player that comes back to say, thank you, you made a difference in my life. Uh, you know, I take that as a compliment because that's what the goal is, is to help our students and our players become you know, productive citizens. So. so, Mike, you mentioned how you are blessed whenever you receive a compliment um, on your girls and how you receive compliments about making a difference in your athletes' lives. And I've seen you in both roles and um you know, I've always looked at you as a man of integrity, you know, uh, seeing you with your girls and seeing you with your athletes, it's, it's not too much of a difference because 
you show your leadership and you show how humble you are in, in both roles. And, and so that goes so um, that goes beyond what a lot of people do, especially with athletes. And so I want to ask you, what inspires you the most about coaching? Uh, being a part of the growth and development of a young person, um, you know, I really look forward to meeting someone in, in eighth or ninth grade and then seeing them through the process of high school and getting them ready to go on to college, the workforce, to be a family man, to be a leader in their own right. Uh, so those are things that inspire me the most. It's just helping the young people grow to be whatever it is they're going to be uh, in the future. And, you know, it's great when you can see the results when they come back with their wives and their kids and, you know, you see them on social media doing well. It, it makes you feel good. It makes you want to keep going. Yeah, I'm I, I'm sure that they're surprised that you're finally getting married because some some of them have beat you to it. So, so, absolutely right. So you have seen a lot of things. You've seen a lot of things. Uh, you mentioned how you know you're so happy to see your athletes grow and develop and become who they are supposed to be. But out of all the years as a high school football coach and athletic director, what is the one thing that happened that you did not expect? Honestly, I didn't expect to be at Friendship for so long. Mm. Um, it started out, you know, just helping out a friend, Azar, you know, in, in the beginning, just to get the program going. Uh, and 14 years later, I'm still here and none of the original staff are still with friendship. Um, but, you know, it, it speaks volume to the people that I've met at Friendship and the impression that they've left on me um, of why I still, you know, stick around and want to be a part of the organization and, and help out. That that's That's so good that you say how, you know, it speaks volumes about the people at friendship, but it also speaks volumes about who you are <laughs> and, um, you know, just your commitment and your dedication to our students. It is something that we definitely need in this time. And so we appreciate you for your guidance and all of your hard work. Um, what are five tips? that you can give to students and parents that are involved in athletics about where we are right now with this worldwide pandemic? Um, the first thing is just stay committed to your dreams. Uh, th this pandemic is new for everyone. There's no blueprint. We haven't experienced this in our lifetime. So we're all learning as we're going, trying to do the best we can. So just stay committed to your dreams. One, um, support one another. You know, there's times where um, emotionally we're going to be up. There's times where we're going to be down. So, um, and when you're down, that's when you need to lean on someone. And when you're up, you may have to be that shoulder for someone else uh, who needs you at that time. Um, be willing to adapt. Uh, like I said, this is all new for everyone. So 
what we thought was right yesterday could be different today and definitely different tomorrow. So um, you got to be willing to adapt. Um, find the growth that comes from change. Uh, this is, like I said, this is all new for us, but instead of sitting around sulking about it, you know, let's find something that we can grow um, and get better at during this time. Um, one thing I can speak for myself, uh, having to do so many Zooms and uh, do so many things, you know, over video. And uh, I think I've become a better coach because I've had to not rely on what I've done for the last 19 years as a coach, but this is something new. So I've had to grow uh, and hopefully, you know, it shows in the future. And then the last thing is just take a moment and breathe. Um, mm. you know, I think sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves to, to always have the answers. And, you know, like I said, these, the answers change daily. Um, you know, and, and we just got to take a moment, sometimes sit back and breathe and, and go with the flow. Look, I need, I need for you to start a podcast because those four words to live by, those were words to live by. I like, I'm, I'm so grateful for that just to breathe in this moment and not be so hard on ourselves. That that's something that, you know, I think a lot of us have been, dealing with during this pandemic. So the last thing, give your shout outs. Like who do you want to shout out? Uh, well, I mean, it's quite a few people I want to shout out. Um, like I said, I'm super proud of my daughter. So I always want to shout out Diamond and Jada. Um, you know, I'm very proud of them and the young women they become. Um, I want to shout out my fiance Jennifer, um, she's putting up with me. As you know, it's, I can be a little difficult at times, but um, she, she's doing a, a great job of that and, and keeping me in line. Um, I want to shout out my coaching staff. Uh, they they've been there, supportive. Um, you know, they through this whole pandemic, they've never said no. They've always found a way to get things done. Um, they've been there for the kids, trying to stay in touch with them every week, you know, multiple times a week just to make sure that they're doing okay. Um, and then, you know, just want to give a shout out to the whole Friendship family. Um, you know, we I think we've handled this thing tremendously and we're going to be one of the leaders coming out of the pandemic. Yes, I agree. I love friendship too. Friendship, friendship, friendship. <laughs> so, uh you have a new field. I know it was supposed to be a shout out, but I just want to get your thoughts around the new field. Are you like, what's going through your head with you actually seeing it in real life? It's like Christmas morning for a five-year-old. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so excited about it. When I'm at the school, I probably look out the window probably every 30 minutes just to, <laughs> like, is this really happening? You know, I'm just waiting on a call to somebody to say, well, we had to stop construction because of something. So, um, but no, I'm really excited. Uh, the, the team of people at Friendship that made this happen, you know, I'm forever grateful for what they did. 
Um, and, and they'll tell you, I probably was a headache. I probably got on their nerves, but I knew it was what's best for the kids at the end of the day. And I'm always fight for the kids. So, um, you know, we got it done and I'm so excited. And the day that, you know, we can actually get on there and have our first practice and our first game. So many alumni are so excited about it. Um, I'm kind of hoping that when we do play, we can have fans in the stands because there's going to be a crazy atmosphere. Parents of kids from 2007 are calling, like, when is the first game? Like, they're so excited. And um, it, I don't think it's going to be any room for the visiting team. <laughs> well, I know I better have a VIP sec- <laughs> uh, seat in the section because I'm going to act a plum. Oh, I need all the new friendship gear, the hat, the gloves, whatever. I can't wait. I can't wait. So we're going to thank you again. Let me just stop and say thank you again for joining us. Beauties, uh, you heard Mike. We're going to keep the staff at friendship that's dealing with the field and Jennifer in prayer. <laughs> and um Thank you so much for those words of wisdom. Um, I really wasn't expecting it, but I'm appreciative. So we're jumping right into the next segment, which is Beauty's Crush. And we talk about what we're crushing on. So what's your crush? (laughs) What's my crush? Hmm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But I mean, I guess my crush for the last 20 years have always been my daughters um you know I'm always gonna go back to that and um you know I know I'm adding a a soon-to-be wife to the mix and and they get along great so um but it it always goes back to my daughters and um everything they do you know I'm always gonna be there for them and they're gonna always have my heart that's so sweet that is so so nice And so our last thing is our question for the week. And so the question of the week for you is, if you knew that you could not fail, what would you do? I would start a school. Um, And the reason I would start a school is because, um, again, I've learned so much at Friendship. and I'm appreciative of everything they've done for me, for my family, for the students that I've worked with. Um, I just feel like there's so much more that schools are missing out on helping young people develop these days. Um, and especially young African-American students. Uh, and it will be a school um, geared around closing the gap on a lot of things and teaching them um, what we need to do as a, as a society and as a race to improve ourselves um, mm-hmm. and not so much wait on the government or wait on others to do things for us. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I would be big on financial literacy, um, law, um, the justice system, because I think a lot of times we focus on police brutality But if you look at the term law enforcement, they're just enforcing the laws that are on the books. Well, who's creating the laws? Mm -hmm. That's the the higher ups that those are the seats we need to be in. Um, Mm -hmm. 
the people who are making the laws, the people who understand, you know, our plight as a as people. Um, so, you know, just something along those lines of social justice, financial literacy, entrepreneurship, um, you know, family care, a lot of things like that would be in the school system or in the school that I would want to uh, build. That's excellent. That is that is excellent. I would love to have you on one of our live experiences to talk about this in detail. So look out for that invite. Thank you again for joining us on the Chase and Beauty podcast. And we will talk soon. All right. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Hey, beauties, that's my time. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Chasing Beauty. Make sure you follow us on social media at Chasing Beauty. If you love the show, please leave a rating on iTunes and Spotify so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you so much for listening. See you next Monday.